Got a whole bunch of takes that you've lined up that you were hoping to get off, or are you, are you just? Oh, I can I can do that. Yes, I have. <laughs> I was just if you had the whole thing after I sent the message, and saying oh, I can get on with you. I thought, he might have had the whole thing all scripted out with a whole lot of production and shit, and I could just be getting in the fucking. Uh, no, I was kind of going to, but I think it it it, it would be a it would be a tight ten minutes uh, by myself, or it's probably a conversational thirty. So you know, it, it's it's um, with with added added impetus. I think it'll be fine. So what I've found is that it's fucking hard to do a solo radio. Oh thing. yeah, because no, because no one talks back. It's real fucking hard. It's yeah. much harder than I ever thought it would be. Mm, so those no. solo epi- episodes, they f- when you're actually recording them, they feel like you've been talking for an hour. Then you realize you, you have to plan them, minutes. don't you? Like you really have to have. I'm going to talk about this. This like it's written out. You have yep. your notes. You have your key points. Whereas if you're just talking to somebody, you can just. Talk to somebody. Riff. Just, yeah, that's right. Particularly, you sort of if, it's, particularly if it's someone who's your friend, because you, you've kind of had conversations. Yeah, before, that's right. You have have rapport most of your life. Most I was going to. I was going to. Um, if I did it myself, introduce it with the the Def Leppard intro that I gave you before, and uh, outro it with uh, Maroon 5's "Not Coming Home" off the very good first album. Um, just because you know, why not play to the stereotypes? <laughs> You have to send me those links. Oh, yes. I've just, just got the WBBL on. Oh, right. I haven't watched it in a while, actually. I kind of, I don't know. I, I kind of. I, I mean, know, it's, it's on. Just, that's kind yeah, of why I'm watching it. It's just because it's on. It's that same reason that people watch, watch BBL in summer, because it's on. Yeah, that, that's right. I, I think that's probably my thing is I don't have a, a much allegiance to it at all. Well, particularly I, I, with the women's teams, even more so, they they shuffle around players between yeah, franchises like even more. Well, I mean, they didn't ever really belong to a state in the first place, I guess. I mean, they sort of do, but they don't. And so, you know, there's still a hint of, you know, um, parochialism about the BBL, but, you know, not much. I mean, anyway, but that's a save it for the pod. No, this is the pod. This is the pod. This is the chorus, the magical chorus. I read a book, uh, the book that he that dude wrote, Tony Hawks wrote about um, that whole experience of being, because oh, uh, he wrote he wrote a book called Round Island with a Fridge, which was this bizarre travel uh, story. Because um, he was like, it was a stand up comic in the UK, and uh, he was he was sort of the you know a regular bit part player on on Red Dwarf. Yeah, he was the regular yeah. warm up guy, but um, he wrote Round England with a Fridge. But then he also wrote um, a story about trying to become, trying to get another number one because he's had some run in with Simon Cowell before Simon Cowell was famous. Oh, God. And, and claiming that he was he was never going to amount to anything. And he said, fuck you, I'm going to go and I'm going to go and um, get another right, number one. So he managed to get some comedy number one in Albania or Moldova or somewhere. <laughs> and uh, yes. Uh, yeah, well, anything. Bizarre I mean. conceit for a show. As oh. is this. Yes. Welcome along, folks. Break now, the emergency glass. And uh, in this particular episode of the Bulls podcast with Adam and myself, uh, we're going to try something a little bit different. I'm just going to clear the fuck out and ISO Adam. 
Uh, he's just going to post up and just going to be doing little Kareem Skyhooks uh, all day. No, well, no. Harden played like shit today again. Like, we can't do that. ISA doesn't work anymore, man. You know how it's, works for you know, it's, all, it's all about It's all about the mid-range jumper now. Everybody's well, got a mid-range jumper since Chris Paul made it really cool last year. Um, and Chris Paul's still making it very cool this year as well because he is just shooting lights out of the place. We sort of said that they were going to, you know, the Suns were a bit iffy at the start of the thing and they've won like nine, ten straight now or something like that. And they, he's just certainly been, back. He's just been, been amazing. Like he's been really good. They've had you know, Aiton, I think, has only just come back. Yeah. Um, you know, it's basically been, you know, it's it started the Chris Paul for MVP chance, which probably isn't going to happen, mostly because uh, they were chanting Curry for MVP in Brooklyn today, which was hilarious. Because, well, that, that was the home fans. Yeah. <laughs> that was no, nothing like telling KD who's really going to be the MVP. And look, at the moment, he's the clubhouse leader at the moment, really. The Curry, he's I, – I, I felt – I felt a little bit conflicted about this game today because I have the Nets and you have the Warriors. But oh, I'm just, I, I have the Warriors. And I'm, yeah, but I'm going different. for the Warriors. This year's I'm I'm all in on the Warriors. I think they're just playing fun basketball again. They look like they're feeling. They don't even have Clay there. God, for God, they're making Andrew Wiggins look like a functional basketballer. Um, and Clay is probably only about a month away. He'll probably be back for Christmas Day. Yeah, and, and really, what he's going to come in, sit on the perimeter, cut, pass, shoot threes if he misses who cares if he doesn't then they win by 100 so you know it's it's all upside it really is all upside for them they're playing well Steph is just shooting the lights out and in apart probably from KD and maybe a little bit of Jokic before he got the, the shits the other night um, the, the the big guys really aren't playing that well there's this I mean and and the story really I guess apart from the Warriors being well, they're not the Warriors of old, but they're still very, very good Warriors. They're a Warriors. Is my Chicago Bulls are doing very, very, very well. And apart well, you and I were, were on a couple of weeks ago where we were saying the, the Bulls had had a, a really hot start, but we were saying, look, um, they're they're going to run into a rough part of the schedule where they have to. They've got a big West Coast tour coming up, and they've got a much, much harder, harder lineup of teams. They have powered through that fucking lineup. I mean, they've, yeah, they've beaten apart, the Lakers getting, and they've beaten yeah. the fucking. I mean, they've, they've got beaten by some teams. They got, they got beaten by the. Well, they got beaten by the Warriors. By uh, the Dubs, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, but I mean, everybody's getting beat by the Dubs at the moment. That's the thing. Like it's yeah, that's not then that's not an outlying result. But yeah, they, Levine. Thank you. Know, how often have I said I just want Adam? Le- yeah, I want the, want him to be good. You want Adam and- Levine? This is a this is another fucking Maroon <laughs> Five. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I just, I, just want, I, I just want him to be good, and him, they, they, those two guys are. Well, I mean, as I, I, the the guys on No Dunks this morning, I've taken to No Dunks a little bit, which apart from the introduction, which drives me crazy, uh, isn't a bad podcast. Um, it's, it's very, it's very trained the introduction because they were on TV yeah. for a lot of years, because yeah, they've well, been they, doing that do basketball podcast for probably ten years. So still they have live, their too. whole rehearsed. The problem is, if you keep what, if you keep listening to No Dunks, you start. Doing the intro along with them. Yes, I hey, have. Yo. Yes. Hey, hey yo, hey yo, we just yes. did it. Then. <laughs> friends, friends. That's right. Yes. Yeah. It's like I was actually going. I was thinking if I was going to do this solo, I was going to go, you know, hey yo, friends. Yes. Oh God, what have I done? Yes. Like, no, it's it's. I mean, <laughs> Good but morning, it's a sweet it's a world. 
it's a it's a brand, and I mean, so the brand has to have branding and all yeah. power to it. But it's it's a pretty good. It, it's certainly I have an hour commute to work every day, and yeah. it fills in a lot of time very well. And yeah, yeah they're quite listenable because they're and not they're very approachable dudes, and they they're not just a bunch of fucking amateurs. They've been doing it so long. I mean, they were on yeah. literally. They had an evening show on. Um, Originally, they were the starters, so they were on before all the uh, games every day of the week on NBA TV. So that's right. They, they, they don't sound like it's a it's a stretch and all that sort of stuff. And I think no. they're even, one of them's even commentating now because there's all these um, guerrilla commentating going on all yeah. around the place, which is you know, as I, as I said, something the NRL and you know the ACB and all these AFL should really look at and go. Let's not you know. Let's let's encourage this sort of stuff. The yeah. more people you can get to listen to your game, however the fuck they do that. Well, I mean, even on, on League Pass, they have um, they often have alternative commentary mm. like, through the, like they often have um, uh, Nate oh, Duncan God, and like Danny Larue, who are like basketball bloggers and analysts sort of things. And another one they have, um, I think Quentin Richardson and Jamal Crawford, who are like ex players, giving it heaps and all that sort of stuff. And and oh oh God, how I'm going to need some alternative commentary this summer, and we'll get to that a little bit later, but. Uh, yeah, with the basketball, like, as I said, they were basically saying, you know, the Chicago guys is basically the Eastern Conference backcourt for the All-Star game at the moment. Yep. Um, and you'd, you'd have, you'd struggle to find, you know, any sort the of- The fan vote will probably put somebody else in there just because, although, yeah. as, as I think we said, or maybe I said to, to uh, Bezo on a recent episode, the the Bulls being good again has unearthed, and, and the um, the last dance has unearthed a whole- Wave of of oh, Bulls bandwagon fans. Yeah, yeah. So right. I think there will be people who are going to and, vote for that. And, and those it's beautifully guys. timed. They're actually they're actually good. Like they and it's not just. I mean, it is those they're legitimately two, but they're getting, good. But they're getting good minutes out of all their guys. You know, like it's um and the whole and you know got the whole LA thing. You know, mm. all going over to LA and sort of throwing all their old players in their face. Which is, yeah, but there's which an is interesting nice. thing with uh, all the guys. Well. Almost all the guys who won gold for the US have had a bump. Like Draymond has is yeah. playing better than he's played in fucking years because I think it's almost like the perfect preseason for him. Zach Levine's been tremendous. Alex, uh, hasn't well, I mean, really worked for Dame Lillard. No. Although he is coming good slowly. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's not – I did watch footage of CJ blocking somebody the other the day. The problem's not just with Lillard. It's it's because they've got a lot a lot more to do defensively with the, the mm. new scheme they've got under uh, Captain Rapey Pants, their, uh, their new coach. <laughs> Allegedly. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the biggest problem at, at the moment for most of these sides that are doing well is COVID, who would have thought, you know, Vooch is out – with COVID, Embiid's been out with COVID, and yep. that's a, and that's a apparently big, not going I mean, that well with it either. Apparently, he's, uh, he's struggling a bit with it because too. he's not vaccinated. Yeah, don't they have to be he's vaccinated? Said, no, they're vaccinated, but th- wow. this is what the the union have been saying. Look, we need to get these boosters going on because a lot of them are vaccinated, but they've only had that one shot Johnson and Johnson one, uh, okay, which is yeah. a little bit like you know, it's the it's the fucking you know you know, mum, can we have vac- can we have vaccine? <laughs> no, we have vaccine at home, and vaccine at home is just you know, fucking uh. Robitussin. Do you get the tussin? That's, it's, uh, that's yeah, I've just, just anyway. described a meme but ripped off an old Chris Rock bit. Yes, that's right. Yes. So is it racist if I'm quoting Chris Rock? Probably. Um, get that tussin in there. Yeah, that's As right. long as you don't do the voice. But, yeah, I mean, Philly, uh, you know, they got the absolute shit beaten out of them by Utah. They weren't good. They had, they had nobody. They had nobody. Yeah, like, um, and then they actually survived. That's karma for the way they're, the way they're basically uh, calling call Ben Simmons a malingerer for his mental health issues. Oh, he, I mean, where does that end? Like, they're, they're like, because I mean, he could be 
that nasty, really, couldn't he? Like he said, oh, we'll hang out the four years. Now, he's not going to do that, but well, it, it's looking less and less you mean likely. Daryl like Morey. I mean, yeah. Daryl Morey is guaranteeing he's never getting a, another fucking clutch client in, he, in any club that he has anything to do with. Because Rich Paul came out and said, look, if you guys either mm. support him or come out and, and fucking enough of this briefing the media. If, if you think he's lying, say he's fucking lying. Yeah. But I, I mean, otherwise, back him. Back him or sack him sort of thing. It's just so gross. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a horrible. It's just so gross. And the interesting thing so- was that there are there are teams. There are there are teams. And I said, you know, again, I, I get all my takes from No Dunks at the moment because I'm listening to 16 hours of it a week. Um, but the, the the side that needs someone like him at the moment, or needs a point guard, is the the Timberwolves, who have been okay until about five minutes into the fourth quarter, and then they just shit the bed and lose a lot of games. Like they're you know. But they, they always you, did. They, they yeah, were always they, a really bad down the stretch team. Even when Tibbs was there, even even when um, uh, Nate Saunders was coaching, even when you know they've, they've had that problem for an extremely long time. I mean, the, the, we're, and we're talking about you know places like Phoenix and Golden State and the Bulls and the Nets. Atlanta's and come up recently as a, it, as a spot. Oh, uh, a little bit. But the interesting coaching. thing, of course, is that the um, the leader of the Eastern Conference is the. Um, the Zwizzard. Yes, you're talking about um, Chris Paul for MVP and and Steph <laughs> for MVP. What about apparently there were Montrezl Montrez <laughs> for MVP? <laughs> well, I mean, can you you know is he having the the, the biggest impact on? Um, well, probably you'd say Bradley Beal is, and he's been out as well. But you know, even Cole Kuzma's playing well over there. I mean, KCP's good, like. They're not a, you know, they're five on the trot, and they're not. I mean, who they beat? They beat the Grizz, the Bucks, the Cavs, who have been okay too. Cavs have been they- really good. I mean, they're horribly injured right now because they've lost. Um, I mean, Evan Mobley sprained an elbow, and um, one of Sexland has 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 stopped Sexlanding. I, I, I just can't take a name like that seriously. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I can't remember it's Garland or Sexton. I can't. Yeah. One of them. One of them has stopped. Has stopped being a, a, a going concern for the moment. Yeah, and I mean they 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 beat the shit out of the Magic, and they, they have the softest schedule run through here. They beat the shit out of the Magic, beat the gotta beat, beat those teams though. I mean that's what yeah, everyone absolutely. thought going and, and to play the Thunder, and the Thunder, you know, the Thunder beaten up the the Lakers twice. And they've and they've won other. They've actually made a little bit of a of a sort of a mini five run. I mean, or six wins. Yeah, five and eight. So they're they're eleventh, yeah. isn't it? They're they're above the Wolves, the Spurs, the Pelicans, and the Rockets, who are the. You know, the Spurs, the Pelicans, and the Rockets are the three worst teams in the league, maybe apart from the, the Magic and the, the Pistons don't look very good The Pelicans good may be the worst team in the history of basketball, the way they're going. I mean, they, they, may, the Rockets, they, they may scare that seven-win um, Well, Bobcats they've still won team. one more game than the Rockets. The Rockets are 1-13 and have lost 12 in a row. And, I mean, <laughs> like, I know that they've got a new thing and all that sort of stuff, but they have... John Wall sitting on the fucking bench and yeah, somewhere that, on- That's because, they, I mean, it's almost like professional uh, courtesy to not get him yeah. involved in this shit. Yeah. To say, look, we are going to suck. We are looking to put somebody beside Jalen Green um, uh, and, and we're going to rebuild the team from nothing. And what's in, what I find interesting is that their, their brain fuckwit of an owner seems to be going along with this. The kind of shut up in business sort of restaurant mi- millionaire Trump yeah. acolyte is, is, seems to be going along with this thing where they, where they just- they're just going to absolutely I mean, suck for a bit. I mean, you know they're in trouble when their leading scorer is Christian Wood at 16 and a half yes, points the, a game. Yes, the, the, <laughs> the Pornhub search term. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it's it's really interesting. I, I find it a really interesting season. But I find it good because I, I'm really enjoying watching the dubs. 
again. And you know, yeah. it just it feels like a nice place to be. It must feel Particularly like a, in a like season where place to be for you because a you've kind of jumped on their bandwagon again at the perfect opportunity. But it feels Excuse like me, a real- who's on the balls this year. <laughs> Well, you know, that was that was done through research, though, not through. I, I picked them before the season. Well, so did you, I guess. Yeah, but you, no, no, I picked it three weeks in. Yeah, I, I just picked Golden State the last two years, thinking they'd do it. Yes. Oh, the bloody. What's Lakers, interesting is though. that scoring yeah. is down across the league, but it's been a much more it's much more aesthetically pleasing game. You know, watching well, you know, James Harden he, fail to, to get those calls that he that he got. Uh, I mean, he's gone to the line so little, and his scoring is so down because he's just not getting those those freebie points that he. Used but to like get. I said, there are still like Chris Paul's still getting to the line pretty well. Like, and it's it's not it, it maybe it's like our old essay writing thing. It's not how it's not about don't waffle. It's about how you waffle. Yeah. Um. It's not about how it's about how you get to the foul line, and he's obviously figured it out better the most. I mean, his game lends himself to that because he's not. You know, they're looking he, – he's not a drive-to-the-hoop kind of guy. He's a pull-up jumper. I mean, obviously, he can drive to – but that's where he's getting his stuff is that they're still calling those shooting fouls. Yeah, but then they're not calling the – what um, Bermani Jones always called insurance fraud. The, yes. You know, when you, you try and you, – you pump fake so that the defender jumps and then you just sort of jump, jump into, into them and flail like a fucking uh, an inflatable man outside a fucking car yeah, dealership. It was, it was a terrible look. And when they started doing it outside the three-point line, like, you know, I love Steph Curry yeah. to bits, but he was, you know, the pr- prime minister of that sort of – Yeah, well, Trey Young was, was the absolute um, international champion of that. And uh, and he, he still does it occasionally. He, had a, he doesn't get a call and it's always funny. <laughs> but um, it's been interesting to see Trey Young has gotten gotten off that fucking uh, that that narcotic. Uh, but it's James Harden just hasn't figured it out yet, and and neither weirdly enough, I mean, and Damon Lillard put voice to this. Dame has been not, you know, he hasn't been getting the calls either, and and he mm. said, look, I didn't think this would affect me because I don't I don't do any of that bullshit. But um, so he thought yeah. he thinks that he's been cracked down on unfairly. But um, meantime, they're still smothering Steph out in the perimeter, and he's getting called for every foul under the sun. He had four. He sat down in the third quarter again because he had four, and yeah. I think Wiggins had four as well. I mean, they still won pretty easily. but Well, the only game they've lost recently was against the Hornets, and the Hornets really did um, you know, double him and, and made, made him made him give up the ball. But it just doesn't seem to when got, he's on. Like, get the today, rest of them to, to beat them, and you know they they can beat them. You know they've been playing I, I, I well. Just, but I just watched little. him today, and I just thought, what is the point of them doubling him? Like he shoots over the top of two people from thirty six. You know, and well, this is what happens when it works. I mean, yeah. in the in the Hornets game, I don't think he had anywhere near as as, as good mm. a day. But what what we really saw in today's game, the the Nets the Nets Warriors game was. Um, I mean, and not like that had ever gone away, but it was a reminder that the third quarter dubs are a oh, fucking thing, and they've been that. a fucking thing since since fourteen fifteen or even before then. But they they're like plus one hundred and thirty points in third quarters, and the ne- the next best team are like plus thirty points in third mm. quarters. They're just ridiculously good at at, at playing that championship quarter. Uh, thanks very much, AFL football, yeah. uh, and getting away with it. Yeah, it's um, it's an inter- it's a really interesting season, I think, and I think it'll continue to be an interest. And there's lots of different things going around. Like, I didn't think Philly would be anywhere near as good as what they were at what they started. Whether they can, because as I said, this is you know Joel Embiid's first injury of the year, so to speak, because he'll actually get a real one, you know, like a physical injury as opposed to like the COVID um, somewhere later in the year. So that's another sort of fifteen twenty games that they can dump in the fire. Yeah. Um. 
Steph looks pretty. Like, I mean, he's been pretty injury prone too, but he looks okay. I mean, he's usually only a, a bad jumper away from an ankle injury, but yeah, the the comeback of of Clay might actually help him a little bit because they mm. the Steph. I mean, Steph was still in that game late when it didn't matter, and I was thinking, oh, is this really a good idea? I mean, Steph was chasing forty. He finally yeah. Kerr finally sat him down at thirty seven. What's it? What was interesting is that um, thirty seven is also the number of games he's uh, played where he's where he's hit more than nine threes. Uh, the next highest number is ten. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's a bit sad. Ten games, really, not thirty-seven. Like ten. But yeah, so but anyway, I wasn't actually going to talk about much NBA today. But is it, I did. It, it was an interesting set of results, and it's just you know, every time I every time I sort of look up the results, I go, oh, that's really kind of yeah. It's just so many little storylines which yeah. makes it really good. That's it's just good. I, people. Someone said to me, "Why on earth do you watch NBA basketball?" I just don't understand it. I said, oh, "It took me a while too. I wasn't probably until I started listening to this podcast. I really yeah. was a very casual thing. But the more, it's just such an interesting league now. There's so, especially especially and once now you know the stories that- and, and you know the context and you know the, the stakes and you know the like the differing philosophies and all those sorts of things and what people what good basketball looks like versus mm. what shit basketball it looks feels like. like and it feels like the sort of it's it's been the, the international sort of wave that there has come i mean there's always been international players mm. sure but it feels like there's been a big push over the last sort of four or five years to get these european guys and so you yep. do have your lucas and all these sort of guys and um coming over here they've really added a different element for sure, you know, you know the euro the euro step, you know, is you know it wasn't you, know, you didn't have a name before the thing. Now everybody's got a euro. It's just it's just a different way of doing. It. But just just showing that these guys that there's not it's not just all about iso ball or it's about posting up. You know the Shaq era of just posting up and yeah. turning around and you know it's 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 all these guys suddenly having to develop develop a mid range now mm. and or um, which I don't know where that leaves Ben Simmons who hasn't developed anything from apart from two it's, feet it's away exactly but- where he is not talking to the fucking 76ers doctors and that's probably just as well uh, the mo- the only bit of disappointing news out of the NBA is that um, is that the Staples Center uh, the the contract for that has come up and they're going to rename it to a new sponsor the crypto.com arena. No. Oh, that's almost as bad as Marvel. Now, now Staples is a, is literally just fucking Office Max. Yeah, so, it's just I like, mean, it's who like gives it's a shit? It's as but, bad as Marvel, like a Marvel stadium. Like, what? But when? it had been the Staples Center since the late 90s, so that had kind of become part of the part of the furniture. Uh, but you know, the crypto.com, that's, that's fucking- Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Charlatan money. Yeah, it's pretty- uh, Pretty awful. And speaking of total charlatans, I believe you want to talk about the Australian cricket team. Yes. Well, you know, I, I, it, to say that uh, no one expected the Spanish Inquisition, uh, instead it was no one expected uh, the side-ranked sixth in the world to come actually winning the damn thing. Well, but Australia did manage to win a, a, t- a T20 World Cup only win. a couple They managed of years. To, to basically pull out a can of, of 2015 ODI World Cup final whoop-ass yeah. on, uh, on New Zealand and... That's the thing about New Zealand's climb to, you know, being one of the truly great teams of, of the modern era uh, has happened while they've continually just been Australia's bunny. I mean, they can, they'll can they beat India in India. Yeah. They'll beat England. They'll win the Test World Championship. But you, play, you put them against Australia and they will just shit the bed on fucking spec, on fucking cue. And that's what they've weird. done over and over again. Spec. It was weird shit the bed this time too. Like when you have it was a, it was a slow strangulation. Like, 
Yeah, well, and, and it was lucky that Buddy Kane Williamson, who does like hitting sixes against Australia, thanks Mitchell Stark. Um, you know, he, if he hadn't got in there and done it, it would have been really all over Red Rover because I think yeah, they wasn't were, it? It was, it was like fifty odd, fifty something off the first. 10 overs and then basically the same amount off the, the next last. five and the next five after that. Yeah, like, and it was just, you know, yeah, Martin Guptill got out for under a runner ball, which is yeah, just. Yeah, he played a like, real Lendl Simmons of an innings, didn't he? It was just a, a weird sort of thing. And I mean, yeah. And but in this with, tournament, everyone who bats first loses. It's been, everyone, it's been really that's interesting. Right. That's, uh, and I, I just wonder if that's, uh, I don't know, a coincidence. I don't know. It's, it's, I mean, it has been hard for the bowlers. And, well, which, not to get I, all anti Semitic, but I blame the Jew. Yes, right. That's exactly right. Well, that I mean, um, that, that was a problem for the New Zealand. I understand it was a problem for the. I didn't watch the fucking game because I I had the results spoiled for me, uh, and then I thought I'm yeah. not watching that. That's just like it sucks. Um, I mean, you know, one a.m. And also, I think it, because it was also like um, an NFL red zone Monday, and there was also you know Valentino Rossi's final MotoGP and and a Formula One race that actually turned out to be fucking epic. So there was a bit to catch up on uh, on the can old. You, can, um, can you can you go for Lewis Hamilton though? Is uh, can you? I don't when know. he's up against um, when he's up against Max Verstappen, yeah, you can. I think. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's syphilis chlamydia all over again for me. Unfortunately, I just keep walking. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I, the funny thing about it, this tournament is, is everything that T Twenty is great about, and everything it's horrible about. In the fact that T Twenty is so transient that one guy is informed and he's not informed, and he hits a hundred or whatever like that. Um, so David Dum Dum, of course, is a national hero again. Um, I believe he was made player of the tournament. He was player of the tournament, and I Which reckon is Adam. Fucking and laughable. I reckon, I reckon Adam Zampa must be just looking and going. Maybe it was my haircut. Maybe I should have gone. Yeah, with one yeah, it was. Again. Like the, you, if, if you look like shit, John Farnham, then yeah, it's, it's your haircut. Maybe if he got to go on the blonde tips, maybe that would have got him got him over the line because he's really kept us in a lot of those early matches, especially. But he, he still took wickets in in the final. You know, he's all he's got the. But they were real wickets. Like Mitchell Mitchell Stark took a whole bunch of wickets, but most of them were just garbage time. You know, there was very again. He proved that he is not. Yeah, you know, if they're resting bowlers for the Ashes, he can be first in line. Thanks very much, because we have plenty of decent substitutes. Um, but yeah, it's a shame so- that the player of the tournament has to come from the winning winning side because you look at some of the, the guys in that. Oh, Babra's I mean, arm again, on form that should have been a Pakistan England. Yeah, Babra's arm again is proves he's still Azam. the best. Yeah. Um, Shaheen Afridi was really good. Um, Again, oh, mate, he, who was in hospital? <laughs> he's <laughs> like- I mean, Sh- Shaheen Afridi, again, is, is the ultimate sort of example of why 2020 sucks and, you know, why test cricket still needs to be pushed is because that first because over- You get confused and think she had, a, she had Afridi? And, yeah, um- sorry. The first he need, he that first over. He's got he a weird again. weird fucking head, Shaheen Afridi. I know I keep talking yeah. over you, but Jesus Christ, no. he's got such a weird head. It's this big fucking soccer ball. So the ghost of Bert Newton, RIP. Yeah. But that first over he bowled against Australia is is just unplayable. Like it swung, it cut, it did all this sort of stuff, and he looked unbeatable. But of course, three overs later, he gets thrown the ball, and you may as well be just be throwing. You know, a cork ball or something like that. The, all the movement's gone, all the interest is gone. The pitch is flat. They just hit through the line, and he gets smacked for sixes. You know, even you know Matthew Wade is is ramping him for two sixes, three sixes in a row to win a game. And who would have you know if you had Matthew Wade wins a game on your bingo card for the T Twenty? Congratulations to you because uh, that that was a rare rare win, and he's been rewarded heavily by being dropped from the Ashes squad for his work. but of course, I mean, the big narrative, obviously, is Mitch Marsh, who has been 
pretty much the form player in the short format for Australia. Yeah, since we were asked to address, um, we were asked to address this on the pod. Um, mm-hmm. The Beezer, of course, uh, is not willing to address this because um, just mentioning the, the name Marshall ah! description makes him throw up in his mouth. Huh? I did like the one though. I, I confused him with his brother Sean. I don't really think he did. There has been enough. And Mitch Mar said it. You know, they, they pulled out that quote where he goes, "Yeah, everybody in Australia hates me." Pretty much. I mean, you know, yeah, if but you're I don't ban- think it's, I don't think it's for him. I think it is a lot of um, it's a lot of it's just sort of residual Sean well, getting too many opportunities. Well, I mean, you know Mitchell's I had think, too many opportunities too. You know but- who I actually think the residual hate is there from. One of the leading lights Stumpy? of commentary. Because no, he used to get 50 of, off no, 100? One, one of the leading lights of commentary that developed uh, throughout this tournament. Uh, it's the Shane Watson experience like, all over again because he's a guy supremely talented, bowls well, bats well, incredible hitter of the ball, massive potential and no no outcome. We kind of went looking for – you know, and, and he's the personification of that as, as well. He's just – you know, got a, a slightly better haircut and doesn't review quite as much. As someone said, uh, Shane Watson, who was commentating on the World T20 on Fox uh, Sports, which was hilarious because he gets very excited. You ever heard? He's like got that. He's got that little ski sort of, you know, uh, he's a breathless kind of commentary. And when you know Glenn Maxwell reversed the you know reverse swept because of course he did the winning runs. Um, he, he, you know, forget Ian Smith at the at the World Cup, or forget you know Carlos Braithwaite. Remember the name. He sounded like he was going to spontaneously combust like a kettle, basically. Which is, you know, I, I'd still have him over Warney any day. Um, <laughs> because I, I'd have I'd have a washing machine out of balance on spin cycle over Warney any day. I, I, I was forced to comment on Warney, not that he'll ever read it or whatever, but. I saw him bag out three things in a row, and two two things were about cricket, and one was about why the panel or something is being re, you know, done because you know why they're getting you know, well, you know he said they're hopeless, they don't know this, they don't know that, they should be taken off television. O F, and I just said you know, and he had made this same mistake in like three or four. Now, when you can't spell a three-letter word. I really don't, you know, maybe the whole Shane Warne for captain thing was, maybe they, they that we dodged a bullet there because maybe he's not the technical brain that we all thought he was. Maybe he's that, as dumb as two short blanks. Yeah, that's entirely yeah. possible. I think I think that's very much the case and maybe we sort of dodged a bullet and now we're finding out that um, he, he's one of those players that, you know, hate him, you know, loved him on the field, hate him uh, everywhere else. And there, there was plenty of time for him to become the next Australian c- cricket coach. Oh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't, well, and see, this is, you know, we talk about redemption all this. I did see that there's a call now for Warner to be allowed to captain again so he can go back and captain the BBL side because, you know, he's getting to, they're obviously thinking that he's probably going to retire. I don't reckon he will. Like, I think they think there's going to be a bit of an exodus after this Ashes series, and I'm not sure that there's going to be because I think Davey Warner's going to be one of those guys they're going to have to drop rather than, yeah, you know, and I mean, he's still yeah, scoring runs he wasn't, everywhere. He wasn't that young when he came to it. No, but and he's got that kind of Justin Langer kind of you know grit, and he's a, Justin Langer is going. You know, they reckon he might step down if we win the Ashes, and they they credited you know Australia's win to his laid back style as opposed laid to the whipping. As opposed well, put to it the this whipping. way, uh, he, he might grow it up in the sunset if if they win. He might just get fucking fired if they lose. 
Well, Jason Gillespie's just sitting there in the background going, yeah, boys, yeah, boys, it's pretty easy under me, hey? Yeah. Like, it was interesting that the only positive thing anyone had to say about that whole Yorkshire racism thing is that uh, the young Asian player. Yes. Uh, I, can't, I can't remember which one it was. There was a couple of them who were sort of reporting this stuff and they said, look, the, uh, the only person who had my back in the entire thing was Jason Gillespie when he was coach. He just wouldn't stand for any of this shit. Um, and I thought, well, that's um, – I'm – I am glad to hear that, even though it was clearly so disgusting fucking Far- Farago out there. Well, and it's Vaughan, isn't it? And um, and Strauss and- Hoggard was involved. It, it was yeah. pretty, it was really gross. All the- Just systemic fucking private school bullying. Yeah, well, I mean, English- but I was glad to see that, you know, I, did, I didn't think Jason Gillespie would be involved in that, and it was good to hear that it, that he wasn't. So, um, that's that, none of that shit- um, Horrible, heinous as it is, will stick to him and, and prevent him from taking over from um, that ridiculous fucking gnome, Justin Langer. Well, and this is the interesting thing is that I rec- I, I sort of watched. Did you watch any of the, like the test, the the series they did on? I caught bits of it, but it was kind of it was pretty good. Like people were saying, oh, it shows a really different side of Justin Langer. I thought, no, it reinforced to me how much of a cock Justin Langer yeah. is, and actually how much of a decent bloke Mitch Marsh turned out to be because he was. You know, he was in and out of that side and, you know, they had a lot of, you know, and he was, you know, again, really good in the one days and all that sort of stuff. But he just seemed, you know, he was, you could just tell that he was very level about it. And, and But you watch the way that um, Langer interacted with, like, Kawaja. And, I mean, Kawaja's not faultless in all this in himself. He's yeah. obviously a very headstrong guy. But, you know, that's the, the idea of the coach is not to antagonise that person for it. It's to use that sort of, you know, encouragement. Um I'll be interested to see if we have a if Kawaja has some stories to tell about his treatment by various. Well, he's back in the squad. See, and this is the interesting thing: he's he's in the squad, and Travis Head's in the squad, and they've said that Marcus Harris is going to get the opening spot. I'm not quite sure why. Um, because Will Pukowski's brain keeps getting cracked open. Yeah, well, he he's not long for the game, is he? Like he's. I, just- I would like him to stop. I would like him to go and find something else to do with his time because. He's going to be. He's going to be. I mean, yeah. Carl Heyman, the great you know, All Blacks prop, uh, was in the was in the. I was going to say in the paper, but he was uh, he was in the in the the news, being interviewed because he's joined this um, a class action against against rugby because he's got CTE from all the head knocks, mm. not not the big concussive ones, the sub concussive ones, um, and this is going to be a huge problem in in rugby just as it's been in in. Um, NFL, but gridiron, but it's going to be a problem in cricket. I mean, somebody like, I mean, Pukowski's going, yeah. you can't have your bell rung that often and not have it have some fucking massive effect on you. And he was already, you know, a guy who struggled with his mental health. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that kind of doctor. I'm not going to say that, that there's causative link, but it doesn't fucking help, man. No, that's right. And I mean, even, um, what's his, you know, even Labashane, who is, who is looking like, unfortunately, like the Justin Langer, prototype now of that sort of really angry you know determined kind of you know we've seen where that goes and might be a good for his results but it doesn't make him a very good human being um i I hope that goes out of him i hope someone pulls him aside and says listen mate it's a game of cricket at the end of the day you don't have to you know jump around and do all sorts of stuff like an idiot like he he legitimately looks like the guy in third grade cricket who who believes he'll never get out and when he does it's you know it, it's yeah, it's the you end of the it. world. Yeah, it's just not a good. It's just not a good look. Um, Somebody um, I, I still can't. I, I still think Travis Head is the guy. Like he's done nothing wrong. The guy averages thirty nine in Test cricket, and that's supp- among a supposed lean run that got him dropped 
last time round. So he's just, um, you know, and he's the perfect guy to have in with Cameron Green as well, who hits the ball like when he when he's dispatching, you know, club version base slash Sheff- Sheffield Shield. It's like a tax. Marsh one day cup stuff. Weirdly enough, the occasional Marsh one day cup game turns up on um, Mm. turns up on Sky. So I was watching the uh, good one yesterday. WA beat the fucking (laughs) shit out of out of uh, Queensland attack that should have should have known better. That was fun, Um, and but just he 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 hits a very long ball, and I think when he came into the test side, he was very much of that mindset that. I've got to keep my wicket. I've got to keep my place. So he's very circumspect until that one time when we all lost the wickets and he went absolutely ballistic and got 70 or 80 odd. And he went, okay, that's right. He can- Somewhere along the line, that flips switch is going to flip. But I just can't believe we're dropping Travis Head. I mean, the guy said the guy averages 39. He's a left-hander. He's, you know, Steve Ward didn't score a century for two years in the um, – in the test side, and you know, yeah, but he it would have been okay, he, apparently. He, he's no way on earth that would have that would have happened. I mean, even five years later, that wouldn't have happened. Well, alone. He, he only stayed in because we were losing at the time. Yeah, like if we were in a winning side, he would have never stayed. Like even like even the, Damien Martin, who's probably one of the great number sixes we've ever had, was kind of talked about as if oh, he's he's in and out of the side. The guy averaged like forty seven or something. Well, like he was that. he was in in that really brief period in that in the early nineties in the mm. mid early to mid nineties where they. Tried a whole bunch of dudes and broke most of them, and then they, most of them came back at some stage. Because I mean, Damien Martin oh, yeah, very was one of the one of the culprits for for that uh, South African game that we watched. It I think we mm. watched that at my place. Yeah, yep. Um, that was the the famous South, uh, Sydney Test where they uh, where they Fafani. Yeah, yeah, old mate with his with his remote control truck scuffing up the wicket. <laughs> and, and Australia was chasing 130 odd, and they couldn't get him on the final, on the, the no. last day. So, and Martin was the one that hit the spoon. The, Martin the second played last a year. fucking awful shot that just, in, in amongst like to- three hours of absolute toil, and you know, like he was he was out there for a long time for those runs. Like he yeah. was holding up that end. You know, if there were a good number of much more senior batsmen who fucked up more than he did. So that's exactly right. But um, yeah, that's one of those. And of course now George Bailey is is selecting the sides now, which is a thing, I guess, is interesting. It's I think his his big thing was he wanted to give better feedback to players when they weren't when they hadn't been selected. Mm. And you know, do better um after sales service and do better counselling around the idea that, you know, that we're not picking you for this thing, but it does not mean we don't think you're any good. Yeah, it's just uh, it's one of those things I can but he's he, his career is, I mean, he's. I mean, he was just basically a middling. Well, if Brad McNamara had his way, he'd be flipping burgers. Well, thankfully, he's not pulling the strings anymore. Or is he at Fox now? Or where? Where's he? I don't know. I don't give a don't shit. Like, yeah, allegedly, 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 he was a very allegedly. angry man on Twitter. He didn't. He <laughs> didn't like anybody being upset with him. No, he's threatened to sue me. You, I mean, Bezo not the, I, pretty I, much anybody. I can't stand Channel 9's coverage now. I watch Fox, and the only the only bad thing about Fox, and it's a very bad thing, of course, is Shane Warne. Shane Keith Warne. Uh, everybody else, um, especially Isa Gua, is you know her and him, her and Alison Mitchell should lead every. You know, they are the best um, cricket commentators in the yeah, world. Yeah, they should they should let her do it by itself. It'd be Isa Gua. Oh, <laughs> deep <laughs> from way uh, downtown. But, look, you know, I, and the, the funny thing is, 
I remember where I was when I watched Australia watch win the last couple of World Cups. You know, I was having dinner in Brisbane after an awards night for when we beat New Zealand in the last final. I remember playing a gig at the Brunswick Hotel uh, when we beat the shit out of India in that 50 cup. 50 over World Cup. Like, I remember those games. I remember that one in the fading light in Sri Lanka and all that that sort of stuff against... I I, I could not give a flying fuck about us winning the T20 World Cup. And that's really weird, but I guess that's just no, T20. Not. You're really old and so am I. Yeah, and I like... But I like T20. But also, they have one of these every three weeks. They're going to have another one literally next year. Well, that's right. We, we'll get to disappoint a home crowd next time because, probably enough, we'll probably serve up some better, some more interesting pitches in Australia. And, that, and that's not been the case in Australia for a while. Bigger fields, though. Yes. And that's another um, interesting thing. You know more 65-metre sixes. Um, it, well, it so, depends. Uh, will they have anything resembling a, a cricket stadium in Sydney by then? Oh, isn't the SCG still up oh, going? Yes, but yes. oh, but I think I'll rip that up. No. I don't know. Who knows? It might be a change. Oh, actually, there won't be a change of government in New South Wales. They're rusted <laughs> on uh, no, you got your Opus Day guy. He's going to be in there oh, self-flagellating yeah. for a bit longer. Yeah, he, he's in there in for life, those guys. Mm. Yeah. ScoMo wins the next election. He might be in for life too because if we can't get rid of him now, when are we getting rid of him? Well, I'll tell you what you're not going to do is get rid of him by putting up a, a slightly shittier remix of the same fucking shit. That's, just, that's not a way to win anything. Yeah, I watched I, New I, Zealand I, Labor try to do that against John Key and, you know, that didn't fucking work. You've got to, you've got to put up something different. Something that gives people a bit of hope, even if even if what turns out to be is is you know within the constraints of parliamentary democracy, you can't actually do a lot of the the you know massive changes. I think it still surprises a lot of people when you talk to New Zealanders about, and everyone talks glowingly about Jacinda Ardern and, and New Zealanders going ah. I mean, obviously, she's the problem is that on. it's more that fucking that you know the, the way a certain kind of woolly fucking left wing person in America kind of Aaron Sorkinizes her and holds her up like some fucking yeah. West Wing character. Yeah. It's like, no, she's a she's a flawed politician like all politicians are flawed. She seems to be nice and her husband seems to be nice and she has a nice little kid. Great and, social media team, which helps as yeah, well because that's just, what gets the headline, you know. Just they're reasonably, you know, and, you know, I've, I've you know, it, it, being New Zealanders, they're much more grounded. You're only a couple of degrees of separation away from these people. That's right. You see you're know, walking the streets of Auckland or wherever like oh, that. Yeah, oh, oh. wonderful little meme. Was the other, you know, who, who, you know, who are those people protecting? Oh, it's Jacinta. Yeah, and, and it's Jacinta. Like she, she's the first name yeah. person, you know, like what, as I said, like what Scomo did. Anyway. But that um, also makes you know, make an excellent retail politician. But the reality yeah. is, you know, there's things that are fucked up and, the, and, and the, at this end of the, um, while they've played a blinder pretty much on the COVID stuff so far, this part is they're getting a bit a bit ragged in terms of the reopening and the and you know different you know new levels and well, they're, Auckland's they're, they're, been they're under under lockdown for a long time and Auckland is not dealing well with that at all. Yeah, and they're not learning. Um, Australia's lesson is that, yeah, funnily enough, it is a race, and the quicker you get to the end, the quicker you can start doing. <sighs> yeah, but shit. you've also got uh, the issue that you've got a you know a, a much larger Indigenous population mm. that remembers how badly the Crown's treated it over and over again and are not inclined, well, are more inclined to distrust messages out of government saying do this yeah. for your own good and do this for the good for everyone else. So then, you know, by and large, that's where a lot of the reticence has come from. It's like we don't fucking trust you people. Um, why are we, you know, why are we lining up to get, to get jabbed with, with you know, with uh, this stuff? So it, it's been... You know, vaccination rates have been have been poor in Maori 
Um, and also because you've Maldi. got a high representation of Maori and Pacific people in um, the kind of essential work that makes you more likely to be exposed to the fucking stuff. All that sort of stuff is I can't I can't afford to take time off for COVID because I'll lose my job sort of stuff, which is, you know, I, I have a nice, comfortable fucking white middle-class job that, you know, I could work from home or I could, if I got COVID, there'd be no problem at all. Or I could stand me down and, you know, I, I could stay home. No problem at all. If I work in a, you know, if I'm a nurse or I'm a fucking working a service station or something, or I'm a cleaner in Auckland, I'm, I'm fucked, you know. I'd, I'd, and if you're in those sorts of jobs, then then you're much more heavily exposed to this sort of stuff. So it's um it's unfortunately it's not just as easy of we told you over and again to get to get vaccinated, you didn't get vaccinated, sort of stuff. Um, anyhow, how about that World Cup? Uh the football World Cup, yeah, Italy that we're not, not qualifying. That Australia's not qualifying for because we just can't seem to be, you know score any bloody goals. Or well, yeah, because well, I mean that the. the well, Italy are going to the going to the playoffs, but at least they're seeded and it's like a one one off playoff. Australia, if they go to the playoff, they have to beat the other third place team and then play one of the other confederations. So that could be Australia, that could be New Zealand, it could be you know somebody out of South America again. It could be a it could be an absolute fucking nightmare. It could be somebody out of Africa. It could I mean, be Uruguay. Uh, just, Old school. I, I think we'll be okay, but. It's one of those things. You sort of, you know, Asia's not easy anymore, and it's only next year. And well, we just it's more well that this this generation of Australian talent is much awful. poorer. You can yeah. tell by the fact that you know the, the kind of clubs they end up playing at. You know, we don't, back when Australia was qualifying for World Cups on the reg, there was you know a sprinkling of of genuine top end. When you think of that that two thousand and six, where's Aaron Moy at the moment? Is he just injured, or what's happened to him? Oh, like, and he's he's I think he's he's either, he was Brighton. I don't know if he's a first, regular first the teamer. Shanghai right? Port, Jesus, when did that happen? Jesus, I d- didn't know about that. Christ, got, yeah, but that's the Shanghai. problem. I mean, it's easier to to get money in the Indian leagues and the and the Chinese leagues. But you know, back that 2006 team had multiple regulars at the Premier League level and Serie A level. Mark Bresciano and and fucking Baduka and Kewell and Cahill and and all those guys. And yeah. uh, this team has. How many Premier League starters? Yeah. I'm trying to think of a single one. There isn't one. Oh, and here we go. Here's the latest. Uh, Aaron Moy said to be Celtic's priority in January. Well, that's so only Ange, because um, Ange that's just a bit of lazy, um, you know, agent trying to drum up interest sort of stuff. Celtic need needed experience in the centre midfield, and Moy has only featured internationals and not for his club in China. Yeah. He commands he three million three there. million pounds a year, but he hasn't played a game. So he's he's been get getting that. Getting those fucking checks, which is fine, you know. It's a short career. Might as well get them when you can get them. But um, yeah, that's kind of yeah. But that kind of tells you where, where Australia is. I mean, they were they were relying on a big lumpy bloody Scottish centre forward who just did an ACL. So mm. how else are you going to score some goals? What they need is Chris Wood, the New Zealander, who's uh, who is a, a an established uh, Premier League goal scorer, even if it is for Burnley. Um, he just banged in two goals in a friendly against Gambia or one of the one of the um, African teams. Did I see Liverpool beat the shit out of somebody the other day? That uh, who was it? Man U or was it? Yeah, just- that was a couple of weeks ago now. But oh, yeah, was they- it? maybe that, I thought I saw that heard about something where they beat the shit out of somebody yeah, else. Yeah, Man U, Man U, a shit. They're really shit. I mean, that's, that that's funny. Oh, it's really funny. Fantastic. Chelsea's still on top though, which is a bit disappointing. Yeah, but they don't. Um, it's. They're not that. Well, the thing is that um, 
yeah, yeah, Liverpool beat the shit out of Man, Man U and then proceeded to lose to West Ham the following week. And yeah, you guys are doing pretty well. Yeah, playing, yeah they're, 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 they're a decent, decent fucking football team. They, they play Champions good League football. The moment, so and um, uh, their lead striker, Antonio, is a, a English dude of, of West Indian descent and uh, played for Jamaica and scored scored the equaliser against the Seppos today. So that's made the Seppos' journey uh, to the World Cup a little bit more perilous, but I think I think they're going to be fine. And from looking at, they just knocked Man City out of the out of the cup as well. Uh, yeah, they they knocked they knocked Man United out in the previous round, and they won City. They knocked City out. This is in the AFL uh, League cup. cup, I think. Yeah, and they. I, but that's I do love that's that. actually a tournament that Man City care about, though. They'd won the last four in a row, so this is the first time since two thousand and sixteen that some that. You know, Man City aren't going to win the fucking uh, the League Cup. I do love the fact they played. They're playing in Europa League at the moment. and They drew two two with Genk. That's one of my favourite Genk action. They'd um they'd won three on the they'd won all their games up to then. So um they they're actually they're actually going well on all fronts. There was sort of an argument that maybe they should run dead in one of these one of these cups just to give themselves more time, but give you know, more resources. But I mean, if well, winning, at the moment they look like they may as well make the most of it. They're going to be playing Champions League at the moment. Yeah. Um, but on, on current form, so that's that's yeah. good. Anywho, that's probably all, all I had to. Uh, Don't have any takes about Tay Tay's doing cover albums of herself ten years on. Oh, I haven't really had a listen to be honest. I have, <laughs> yeah. Taylor Swift's music. I'm just, is I'm just trying to get you with an angry mob of of girls in in uh, ballet flats coming after you. I have. Um, by girls, I, I mean like thirty-seven-year-old women. Yeah, I, I, Taylor Swift's music is sort of music that I can tolerate while my daughter or my wife listens to it, but it's not something I would go and seek out, especially. But you know, it's it's not as bad as, as Shane Warne's commentary. Nothing's as bad as Shane Warne's commentary. Just, just, just you know, that's maybe that was the reason why he couldn't. He was a leg spinner because he couldn't spell off. And on that, <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> That, that, that's why he's always hated off spinners. That's right, Nathan. Lyon. He just re- he refuses to spell it correctly on principle. You're an it's, off. It's time we fucked off. Of. Um, uh, we'll be back. It's been fun as always. Adam will be back at some stage in the future, and I'll be back with Bezo at some stage uh, in the nearer future. Um, we don't know what the timing of this podcast is, but um, yeah, talk to you again later, folks. See you guys. Solid pod just became 50 minutes of absolute shit. That's right. I thought it was fairly coherent tonight, actually. Oh, well, I should probably check out more of the ice is all melted in my gin and tonic. All right, mate. Have a good one. Thanks again. Cheers. Catch you later. See you, mate.